0: from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan. And also we have Mr. BNE, the man in the middle, from the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters, put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man, Byron Evans, we give you a beating to tune in every Friday
1: evening. Ain't nobody leaving, if this sports and Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge. What's season? Phillies are long, them how it's done, we're on,
2: forceamericansports.com. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'm Mark McMillan, host of the show. I'm out here in Chandler at Fro Yona, so if you're in town, or if you're around the town, uh, make sure you come in and uh, come and get your yogurt. My son is smash it is. He's almost done, so I made sure I I hooked him up today. My man is uh, he's doing good in school. He's excited, so I rewarded him to his own yogurt. He's almost a straight A student, so I'm definitely definitely excited about that. And uh, he's, he's, uh, he gets twenty dollars for every eighty he gets. So his mom owes him hundred dollars today. So dinner's gonna be on my little man tonight. So we're, we're, def- we're definitely gonna definitely gonna get into that. Uh, we'll start off the top with uh, some, some football news. I know there's a lot of uh, stuff going around, and got the message today about Gaudel's, uh compensation package. Uh, you talk about NFL players making a lot of money. Roger Goodell made twenty nine plus meal. In 2011. $29 million. Now, what would you do with $29 million? As a commissioner, make the rules, change the game up. Seemed like he definitely changed the game up. $29 million? I want some people to call in. I want to get your voices on that. Get your opinion. 888 346 that's the call-in number. Uh, that'll be a topic. I know a lot of people are talking a lot about the LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. You know, Jordan's turning 50. They're showing his highlights all over ESPN. Uh, the comparison, uh, with Jordan and Kobe. I don't, I don't, like Michael Jordan said, there, there's no comparison. Uh, he did his work on the, on the court. And, and there, there are two different, three, actually three different players. And it um, sounded like LeBron got a little butthurt when uh, MJ made the comment that he'll choose Kobe over him, specifically because of the ring situation. And, you know, Kobe's been there. He's done that. Uh, he's won with uh, without Shaq. He's won with Shaq. I know a lot of people were talking about know, what he can't do and what he can't do without Shaq. Uh, he's done that, screwed that in week in and week out. Now, the current Lakers, terrible. That's all I can say is just terrible. Last night actually, I actually had to turn the game off because the game was so terrible. And you can you can kind of hear Kobe cursing in the background um, because he was so frustrated. And I I'm not really I'm not really gonna pull any punches on Dwight Howard. I would never question a man's heart. I he, he, I don't know what I'd I, I like to get some people's opinion on that. I know a lot of people on Twitter. I'll be going off on Howard. I'm particularly one that that, that questions uh, his playing ability if he really wants it. If he doesn't want to be in L.A., you know, he needs to pack his bags and bounce. He does want to be in L.A. Uh, you know, he needs to step his game up and, uh, and do what he's got to do. So I want to get somebody to call in. Um, 888-346-9144 is the call-in line. I'll take your calls it's on the Michael Jordan uh, 50th uh, birthday and a lot of his highlights that he's been doing. And uh, also, what do you think about the current Lakers situation? What should that be doing? It's all-star break. LeBron and D-Wade are chilling in Houston, laughing and kicking back. And Kobe's that guy. But I'm sure in the back of his mind, it's like, man, these guys are balling, these guys are kicking our tail. And we can't even get a win, we can't get a victory. Dwight Howard's still smiling, smiling to the bank. I was making that cash. I know I'll be smiling, but at the same time, you got to go out there and put everything that you got into it. You got to put in the effort. Uh, You definitely can't go out there and just drop an egg like he does week in and week out. And feel that uh, people are gonna feel sorry for him, but uh, he's he's got to step it up. You know that's just plain and simple. Uh, he's got he's got to step his game up, and he's got to do what he got to do. I only want to ask my son about the situation, because I know already know what his answer is gonna be. Who would your answer be? Uh-huh. If you were Dwight, Dwight Howard. What is your take on Dwight Howard? I know people can't hear you, but what was your take on Dwight Howard? Nothing. He's just shaking his head.
1: Waste of money?
2: Waste of money? There it is. My son said he's a waste of money. My son's about about 100 pounds soaking wet. He also plays basketball as well. He said Dwight Howard is a waste of money. If you think he's a waste of money, I definitely think uh, the L.A. fans uh, think he's a waste of money as well. So I would definitely like to get your opinion on that. If my 12-year-old son says he's a waste of money, oh, now you're going to give yourself an extra year just because you got some good grades? Not maybe your opinion, your outcome. What should be the Lakers' outcome? Because there's a lot of, you know, last night the Miami Heat, uh, they went into Oklahoma City. Uh, they, They dropped it on them. And the way LeBron James is playing right now, there's not a human being on the planet that can stop him.
1: Uh,
2: Averaging 30 points every night that he he goes out. uh, He's getting double teamed. He's getting triple teamed. A lot of people are questioning, why don't you just let him shoot the jumper? He's hitting a jumper. Uh, He's pretty much hitting everything that he throws up. He's obviously a man among boys. I think he's about 40 years older already. You know, coming out of high school, he was already uh, built like a man. Maybe he was using some of that deerspray. And I know that ain't nobody talked about the deerspray since the Super Bowl was over. But he said, I haven't been on in a while, so I want to congratulate the Baltimore Ravens and their fans on the great run through the Super Bowl. And, uh, and Bowden. Yeah, I know that's your guy. That's my son. That's his, that's his favorite guy. Uh, but the man now is Flacco. You know, Flacco can basically sit at home, um, go rent out a Brinks truck, open up his garage and demand uh, top dollar, demand whatever he wants. So if I'm his agent, I'm doing everything I can to make sure that my guy is the highest-paid quarterback in the game because he's done everything that he can do. Uh, he's proved everybody wrong. I don't think there's anything else that he has to prove uh, to the public, to the fans, to people across the, across the league. Because he's done that. The only thing that can stop him uh, was Beyonce in the light show. Unless they, you know, the lights came on, San Francisco, they had a little bit of light, but they didn't have any treat. The defense stepped up for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I know the quarterback is the guy, he's supposed to get the MVP, but in my eyes, the MVP was Anquan Bowden because he was coming up with the key catches, at the, the key times, uh, big time plays. Uh, started the game off with a touchdown, uh, kind of set the tempo uh, for a lot of things to come for those guys. And I know a lot of people talk about the defense. Uh, congratulations to my Bama boys, Kobe, Cody Mount, Cody, my man Upshaw, for winning another title after winning in Alabama. And we'll talk about the Alabama a little later on in the show uh, because I know people are going to talk about the criminal situation that we got going on down there. Young men throwing their careers away, you get a free education, you're playing at one of the top universities in the country, you're on TV every week, you are guaranteed, pretty much, if you do well, you're going to play on Sundays somewhere, um, so I don't know if you blame the parents, if you blame their environment, I just don't see how young men can just throw that all away, by the drop of the hat. Mm-hmm. Big at it? You think they're being big at it? Now, if you can call a scholarship and we get a call that you didn't rob somebody for some snacks or rob somebody for an iPad, yeah, you might as well go on and uh, make your own little box because that's a wrap. If I got to get on the plane and come down there and bail you out of jail because you didn't stole some Cheetos from a, from a grocery store or, or beat up a kid for his laptop, it's not even worth it. Now you got. These individuals who's kicked off the team, who probably won't even get their national championship ring, who I think they should not get the ring, they should not be allowed in the White House, they should not meet Barack Obama. Now, that will be a treat if I was to be able to meet Barack Obama. Now, if you hear some noise in the background, I am at Froyo yogurt spot here in Chandler, Arizona. If you can come by you see me sitting down, chilling with my son, I'll buy you and your family yogurt but don't try to put all the fixings on it. My son just bought a $7 yogurt. I don't know what all he had in it but after he said $100 for his mom he just reimbursed me that $7 for that yogurt. So if you all here in the Chandler area come on stop on by. I know it's a little hot. It's probably about 75 degrees if you're in the neighborhood. I'll definitely uh, spot you and your spot you and your family with some yogurt. I know no, don't don't bring everybody down there. I want to hear Kids calling up their homeboys, texting their homeboys, tweeting their homeboys, trying to get some something to eat. Because I only got $20 in my pocket. I don't carry a lot of cash. Cause I ain't a very big guy. And I know a lot of people see me in person and like, oh, shit, we can take care I ain't trying to go out like that. That's what it is. But yeah, I definitely like the people to call in. I see a couple people on Twitter saying that they're having trouble uh, logging in. So I don't know the connection is bad, or what, but uh, the number is 888-346-9144, uh, call in, and I'll definitely take your questions, I see people retweeting it, so I don't know if the connection is uh, in the studio, is bad, or if we are at the yoga shop, but I'm good, I can hear good. But well, we're going to take this little quick break. This is the hard-hitting radio show on The Voice of American Sports. I'll be right back in about two minutes after I grasp of this yoke.
1: He's a five ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's out the Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America sports. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports
2: We're back on the show. I got my man Jay on the line. Jay, appreciate you coming on, buddy. What's up, Mac? How you doing, Mac? Oh, man, I'm doing good, man. I I know you out there at the tattoo shop, uh, getting, getting inked up. So I I might have to hit up, I might have to hit that up this weekend.
3: Yeah, it's the uh, body, body art expo and tattoo expo out at the fairgrounds. Uh, it's actually the biggest, uh, body art expo in the country. Uh, three days goes from uh, till 11 o'clock tonight, 11 to 11 tomorrow, and then 12 to 8 on Sunday. I'm out here repping my boy, Mark Walters, from Living Canvas Tattoo. That's the guy who does all my ink.
2: What's his name, Mark? His name is Mark? Yeah, Mark Walters. Oh, well, he's a good dude, man. We got the same name, so I'm going to definitely have to go out there, man. You already know I got to get that alibi. Well, yeah, yeah see, where
3: we'll just hook it up like that.
2: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get that Alabama A for that, uh, I don't know if I can get two, like two back-to-back Alabama A's. I don't know how I'm gonna do that. Nah, but I think one's enough. <laughs> Just one, one is enough? <laughs> I think one is enough.
3: Uh, okay. yeah. Um, let,
2: let everybody know where they can listen to you at, man. You already know I, I definitely appreciate you coming on. You're feeling a lot of times, uh, when I'm, when I'm not, uh, on the show. Like I gotta tell everybody you out there listening, if you hear some kids in the background, I'm doing my show at the yogurt shop. So now, how did how did this come about? A yogurt shop? Yeah. Well, it was either it was either Starbucks or or froyo. So my son, you know, he's got good grades. He's got a lot of A's on his report card today. So he chose yoga. So I mean, me, I would choose How choose Starbucks. Starbucks out in Arizona is like going to
3: the club. I would I would have went with the yogurt too. You went with
2: the yogurt over the scenery. I would I, I would have went with the yogurt over the Starbucks. Oh, okay. Well, I like I like the uh, I like the scenery in Starbucks. You know, it's a little kid friendly over here at the yogurt place. Starbucks is it's uh, for the oh, Yeah, 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 yeah. We got some good scenery over here right now. I, I, I'm sure you do. Got a lot of back tattoos going on. A lot of backs showing.
3: <laughs> There's a lot of ink going on. A lot of piercing going on.
1: <laughs> Piercings.
3: Um, we got to get you down here. So I uh,
2: heard you uh, talk a little bit
3: about the Ravens for a minute. Talk about the who? I'm talking about the Ravens for a minute and Joe Flacco and his contract.
2: Yeah, I did talk about that a, a little bit. I kind of hit on that, and uh, obviously me and Isaiah was going back and forth. And and my my thing is uh, he's earned his respect. Um, he's cro- he's crossed that pinnacle, you know that pinnacle. He's climbed that mountain. He's led his team to a Super Bowl. Uh, he's beaten Eli, you know Peyton Manning. He's beaten Tom Brady. You know, he's 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 done it all. So what what is your take on as far as uh the Brinks truck or how much money he's gonna get?
3: Well, you know, I think that his agent I think he's gonna command about probably twenty million a year. And you know, with what he's done in the playoffs, his record's like ten and four or something ridiculous like that. He now has the second I think he's third in playoff wins amongst active quarterbacks behind uh Tom Brady and I can't. It wasn't Peyton Manning. I can't remember who who else it was. And eleven touchdowns, no interceptions. What more does this dude have to do? I I don't. I don't know. Every single year, and he wins, and he wins on the road in the playoffs. It's time to pay the man.
2: Yeah, like I said, uh, especially with the organization like the Ravens, uh, it's a class organization. I know the Cleveland Athletics. Browns, I know the Cleveland Browns fans, they still don't want to hear that. Every time the Ravens win, they're like, right, right, right. That's, that's like stabbing, stabbing a dog bone right, right up their, uh, kahookies once again. But, uh, like I said, uh, with the organization that they got, I, I think, uh, Newsome Newsom and those guys will, will, get it done. He will be the highest paid quarterback in the league. Uh, but you know, there's, there's talks about, you know, they're going to have to lose some, some key players. Um, to, to get under their cap, and, and the names that I'm hearing is Anquan Bowden, who's a guy that you, you you can't lose a guy like that.
3: Well, you know, I think one of the things that the Ravens did is they kind of put that out there. You know, the owner was like, yeah, we, we, Joe needs to be, get paid, but we're going to probably lose some players because of it. And I almost felt that that was a PR move. I kind of put it in Joe's ball court and saying, hey, come on, let's not, let's not break the bank so we can keep all
2: these players. That, yeah, it's, that's it's, how I saw that. And if I was Joe, i will be that dude. I'd be like, yo, shoot, y'all yo, yo, better get up out of here. I've been waiting long enough. You yeah, no, no,
3: yeah, no no, no kidding. <laughs> and, you know, what's funny is his con- there's a lot of people sitting back and watching this contract because they, uh, Aaron Rodgers just got asked uh, two weeks ago, you know, well, how come you haven't started your contract yet? And he's like, because I'm going to wait and see how much Joe gets.
0: So Joe you know, gets be the like-
3: highest-paid quarterback in the NFL for probably about two weeks. And then, then Aaron Rodgers' extension is going to come.
2: Yeah, because they're going to sell a lot of cheese. Uh, they're going to sell a lot of cheese curls down there in Green Bay to make sure oh, Rodgers. Rodgers is that is that guy. And, and you look at the draft class of quarterbacks coming out. This is probably one of the weakest. Absolutely. Quarterback, and 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 that's going to help Flacco as well because there's not a guy that you can come in and say, "Hey, we're we're going to go in a younger direction." Uh, you see some of the invites, some of the quarterbacks that they're inviting, uh, Geno Smith from West Virginia, uh, Matt Barkley from USC. Those guys were terrible down the stretch. Hey
3: Glenn, my, my, I see the top quarterback out of this class being uh, the kid Mike Glennon from North Carolina State. But to be honest, I, I don't see a first-round quarterback in this bunch.
2: You know, I, see I think a second, somebody's going to have to
3: reach, whether it's Arizona or something like that, but I don't I don't see a quarterback that's in this group that should be picked before the second or third round.
2: I, I agree with you 100%. I know a lot of people probably are, are high on uh, the young man out of West Virginia, Smith, because of his athletic ability, but uh, you look at the last half of that season, along exactly. with Mark Barkley. Exactly. look at the last half of that
3: season when he was actually playing competition instead of playing... Not so much competition. It was it was a whole different ballgame.
2: Yeah, they, they, they were terrible. And uh, you know, like I said, Barkley comes out last year. He's a first round pick. Everybody's on Absolutely. his. job. Uh, he sits in. Obviously, you know, he chose his education, which I can't fault the young man because you can't play football nope. forever. But I'm sure in the back of his mind, he's probably like, damn, I should have came out and got that money. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure too. And you know what? I
3: I think Barkley, he's got the tools. I think he's still got a shot to do, to do well in the NFL.
2: But, but the U- I don't see U.S.C. quarterbacks, with, man. U- U- U.S.C. quarterbacks as a whole haven't produced. They have a lot of Heisman Trophy winners, a lot of top quarterbacks the last six, seven years. Yep. And on Sundays, those guys have not showed up at all. And that's why I think Matt Barkley,
3: who's not going to be a first round pick, probably middle to late second round, early third round, people are down on him watch him be the, the one that comes in and breaks that trend. Because I still think he's a good quarterback.
2: Um, I know he's, a, he's improved a lot. He's improved his arm strength. Like I guess I would never question a man's heart but I will question how tough is he? Obviously he made the, um, the move to not continue to play in the UCLA game. I was actually there at the game on the sideline, got a chance to look the man in his eye and just seen. You can tell when a guy wants it, when a guy doesn't want it. He definitely didn't want to go back into that game. Uh, He didn't play against Notre Dame. He didn't play in the ball game. Right. I I know a lot of people said, well, he didn't want to hurt his draft stock. But as a quarterback, um, you know, you got to be that guy. You got to stand in there. You got to be tough. But then you look on the other hand with the RG3 who tried to play the tough role. And end up costing him, what, seven, eight months of reconstructive knee surgery? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that
3: was a situation where if I'm Shanahan, when he goes down in the first half on the sideline, I'm pulling him. Because you already know that you have a capable dude in Kirk Cousins. He can't do the same things, but he's going to be healthy. And if RT3 can't run... It takes away half of his game and I really felt that they should have pulled him before halftime, and then went the second half with Kirk Cousins. I think think there might have been a different outcome.
2: And Kirk Cousins, in his absence, uh, played very well. Absolutely. Like you you said. Absolutely. And now, um, you know, he's had his surgery. They said his surgery is going well. After one month, all of a sudden he's, he's on the Adrian Peterson diet. Um, Adrian, Adrian Peterson is a different breeder guy, and for them to come out and be like, "Well, he's ahead of schedule. We expect him to be ready for week one." Who's to say that he's going to be ready for week one? You know, I know the well, organization's here, like here's he's a guy. I, see with that,
3: I agree. Adrian Peterson is a freak of nature, and I think <laughs> Beast. all these people are all of a sudden going to be like, "Well, all the new medicine and all the new rehab, and everybody's going to be Adrian Peterson."
2: Absolutely Maybe. not.
3: And I think this is what I see. I see the Redskins this young man into trying to make him ready for game one. And if they're not smart, they're going to end his career.
2: You think you think AP is on the
3: that they should just sit back, let him go through the rehab, let him take care of it. Kirk Cousins is going to get all the first team reps in, in camp anyway, and in the OTAs and, you know, all the mini-camps ease Griffin back in. You have a capable dude right there. That's that's what I would do. We'll
2: we'll, we'll, we'll stay in the East. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of turmoil going on in Dallas. I see uh, Jerry Jones said Tony Romo is still the guy of their future. Right. I don't know what Jerry is smoking because Tony Roma is not the future. Uh-huh. Then you go down 95 and then you got my Eagles was talking about trading Nick Foles to the Chiefs, bringing in Dixon, who's an Oregon guy, uh, making Michael Vick the starter. I like to say I like Vick. I'm a fan of Michael Vick, but as far as a starter and we know he's not going to last the whole season, are we just packing it in?
3: This is, this is what I see. I think. I, I knew Chip Kelly was going to like Michael Vick. I think we all knew that they were going to sign Dennis Dixon off the uh, <laughs> off the practice squad. And I think I, I I think you could actually see Nick Foles being shipped to Kansas City.
2: Yeah, and and, and, and I know a lot of my Kansas City people people are like, wow, we need that guy. Uh, bring in Nick Foles and. I'm torn in between that. Obviously, I played with both teams, great, great success, uh, as far as respect for the fans on both teams, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't see why would they, why would they trade Nick Foles to keep? It? I don't, I don't see it. I, I just,
3: I, I absolutely don't either. Nick Foles is not going to be. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's not going to. I didn't see it when he came out of. Co- I didn't see it while he was in college.
0: And to me, nothing
3: has changed with this guy. So, but I do, and I don't know what you're going to feel about this. I'm a Tony Romo fan. Tony, I Romo. Like Tony oh, oh. Romo? I
2: like Tony
3: Romo. I think Tony I Romo is good for Dallas. I think what's bad for Dallas is their coaching staff
2: and the play <laughs> said, calling. Their coaching staff is, is the head coach's name is Jerry Jones. Well, right, right. Absolutely, that's, that's, and, and
3: that in itself is part of the problem, you know. But I think as long as Gary's there, there's always going to be that turmoil, and you Eagles fans are
2: going to love that turmoil. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we we uh, we love a little turmoil down in in Dallas. As long as Tony Wormos, a quarterback, we're excited about that. I don't know if the Dallas fans are actually excited about that. Um, you know, they made a couple of ch- coaching changes. Uh, they fired Rex. Rex is now with what he's with the Saints. Is he with the Saints? Yeah, he's with the Saints now. Uh, Rex is with the Saints. Um, I don't, you know, their defense played well. Obviously, with, uh, Demarcus, uh, going down, being injured late in the season. That did not help at all. Uh, didn't help them. And then Tony Romo was just Tony Romo. He was that guy. He's the same guy who's gonna choke week in and week out. And if you're looking for somebody to get you over that hump, he's not that quarterback to get you over that hump. Uh, you look at, uh, you look at the rock, the rookies that came in, RG3 came in and got those guys, uh, immediately back in the hunt. Uh, you look at Luck down in Indianapolis. We got those guys in there, and a the young guy uh, out of Seattle. What's my man name? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. All he did was win. And uh, uh, I know a lot of people don't like the Seahawks. I, you know, I'm, I like the Seahawks because my boy Ken Norton is coaching those guys, yes, and they play defense. They play defense how they used to play defense. Those guys are up in your face. They're spitting in your face, They're smacking you in your face. And, and you can see those guys uh, getting a lot of slack for that, a lot of penalties. But they win games on defense, and obviously, you know, Wilson uh, wins games with his legs. He wins games with his arms. Uh, he, he, you know, he looks like a, a complete quarterback. Yep. It'll be
3: interesting to see how the Russell Wilsons and the Andrew Lucks and the RG threes come back to their sophomore years, because I want to see I want to see progress. I don't want to see digress like we saw from Cam Newton. I want to see progress. Cam and I really Newton. think that these three quarterbacks, uh, I think you're going to see that progress to where they take their team in a shorter amount of time than people thought
2: it would take them
1: to get where they need to be.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I know a lot of people, uh, Cam Newton had the breakout year, um, he did a lot of good things for within this last year, uh, he was just bad. I know you probably hear some babies crying in the background. Like I said, I'm at the yogurt place. so you gonna... Kids are happy. Some kids are sad. They didn't get their gummy bears in their yogurt. So he's got to bear with me with the babies. And uh, like I said, I'm sitting here in Chandler. So you are out here in Chandler. Uh, swing by the Froyo and I'm going to buy uh, the first couple kids and their families like uh, yogurt. So yogurt will be on me if you can find me. That's going to be my little... I'll be like Wells Waldo. This will be like Wells Mexico.
3: Well, I wish I could have some fro- fro-yo with you down there. Um, Matt, fro- I'll give you, I got I got to get back into the show. So I'll give you a call later tonight and we'll see what we can work out with my guy for, uh, for some ink.
2: All right, man, I definitely appreciate it. Jay calling and in and, and let everybody know where you me. had to man. You know man. that, man. All right, we'll, we'll get it rolling, man. Like I said, I'll be back on the air uh, for a couple of months, a couple of years, hopefully. Uh so keep having me on. But like I said, I definitely appreciate you always having my back, my man. Hey, no problem. I'm always
3: here, man. You have a good day, All Mac. I appreciate
2: it. All right. That was my man, Jay, out there at the TAC2 Expo. So there's a lot of sights and sounds out there. I don't
1: care. Much about what's
2: this. going on? But now I got another caller. I know everybody back in Philadelphia. Probably recognize this man a little bit. This is my man, B&E Byron F56. What's up, B&E? Hey, look, Mac. What's happening,
0: man?
2: Oh man, I'm just holding it down, man, out here at this little yogurt spot. Was good.
0: Okay, the yogurt is good. I, I, I know the yogurt <laughs> is good. Let's let's put a little coconut on it, a, a, a couple
2: of little almonds on it. Let's make it happen. I don't know about no almonds, man. Isaiah, yeah, Isaiah I know about the almonds, yogurt. man. That's
0: what I like my. That's what I like my yogurt. If I'm gonna have some yogurt, put a little coconut, little
2: almonds. You know, and let's make it happen. Oh, a little coconut, a little almond. Like I said, I'm out here in Chandler, man, and you know I'm, I'm, I'm buying yogurt for kids that come through. I'm doing a little remote out here, man. I'm just sitting here in the yoga shop, just posted up. Okay, so. well, I'm here to come
0: through as a kid. I got a little kid hat. I got a little kid. I got a little kid, you know, got a little uh, kid, kid nah, for
2: B, me. B, B, you're about 6'5". five. what with a little six six kid. Five. That's a whole lot of six five kid. Well, you must be on that. We'll go back to that deer spray again. You must no, I know deer spray. spray.
0: Ain't, ain't nothing but some
2: uh, collard green spray. <laughs> collard green spray. <laughs> no, that, that <laughs> might be, That's it, brother. Might all
0: natural, brother. That's all hey. you need. A, a couple of wings, a couple of chicken
2: wings, two or three breasts, and and you will be good. Now you might be on to something when you, when you talk about. Yeah, you, well, you, you might want to say breasts first, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh you yeah, know, you, oh yeah. But understand. I'm talking about some chicken breasts. I'm not talking about none of the other stuff. We got chicken oh, okay. now. Oh okay, okay. I'm gonna say we got. I'm in the yogurt shop. You're talking about some breasts. Is, right, you know, and I know. hear you. I hear you talking
0: about the East. I hear you talking about Tony Nomo. But but we oh. need to keep Tony Nomo. See that
2: that, that helps us out in the East. That, that's what I said. As long as he's the quarterback, we'll be all right. And uh, now, now, what is your take on? Um, obviously, our 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 squad. We still root for all the time. Right, right. Uh, with 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 the Michael Vick, the Nick Foles. I know Foles is your guy. He's an Arizona guy. Would you trade right. him to Kansas City? Right, but but but
0: the thing of it is, but but the thing of it is too, you got to realize that. You know he's still a rookie, and there there were there there were exceptional play out of you know Andrew Luck and RG three and Russell Wilson. You know even 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 the guy down in you know in Miami, he played pretty pretty well. We can't call Wheaton, we can't call him a rookie because he's seventy three <laughs> years old. But but you still got to let those guys prove themselves, man. You you can't be you know you can't be one hit wonders. You know you can have a one hit wonder next year not do anything, but Michael Vick is still that guy, man. He, you know they talk about him getting hurt and talking about him getting. You know he, he's, he can't go through a whole year. But if you if you put put anybody behind the line like they had, <laughs> everybody's getting hurt.
2: I understand that. Like I said, I'm I'm, I'm always defending Vic on Twitter, on social media, and social network. But B, he has been breaking us down every week, man. But, like, but you know why he's
0: breaking us down? Not, he's he's trying to take this. He's trying to do too much. And, and and another thing, you can't believe the hype. Chuck D said it best, man. In 88, <laughs> you can't believe the hype. you got to get out there. Everybody in the NFL can play football, mostly everybody. you got to get out there and play football, and you can't win a game by yourself. And he has to realize that. When you talk about weapons, he has the weapons. They didn't have them on, offense, on the offensive yeah. line. King Dunlap, Suzy Q, uh, Rick Fox, and Jada Peele on the on yeah, offensive yeah, line. You yeah, yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. They had at left like tackle. They yeah, had cupcake at right tackle. All he Quality guys and some sure guys. You look at those other guys. You look at those other guys, man. That 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 played the whole year. They did not get scared, get touched. Michael Vick was. Michael Vick should he he should have been doing some some kind of uh, promoting for getting up, dusting yourself (laughs) off as much as he got hit. They they should have called him the hit man.
2: Yeah, you're right about that. He was, he was getting up a lot. You know, I know he uh, he, he didn't start the, the year off wearing butt pads, but at the end of the year he was wearing some butt pads, rib pads. Uh, he he, was, he was suited Kemp in and man. He should have he he got,
0: got something from the Secret yeah. Service, something, something like an Army tank or something, man. Come on, <laughs> they hitting the man every time you throw the ball, man. That ain't football, man. Man, that's watch out. That's, that's what the kind of blocking they got. Watch out.
2: Yeah, it wasn't wasn't good. Then uh, M- McCoy went down. Shady went down uh, right. late in the season. Uh, Deshaun Jackson went down with the right. with the rib injury. I, I'm, I'm still want to see the X rays. Then you got Macklin. But, Macklin seemed like he, you know, too, he he lasted you know, too, like, Mark, like three quarters. Once you start losing. People start going down. When everybody's winning, ain't
0: nobody going down. Once you start losing, oh my neck, my neck and my back. They got the EZL syndrome. My neck and my back and my arm. Oh, you said the Izell. Izell who? Izell, You know, and and uh, and uh, what is it, uh, uh come on, uh, I, I, the next, uh, I thought you were uh, talking about somebody the neck with. My I neck thought,
2: and my I thought, back. I talking about somebody we played with. I am about to say, man, it's about to be some fire next time we go to the reunion.
0: No, I ain't no, ain't no reunion. Come on, that's Ezell. <laughs> my neck and my back and my neck. <laughs> yeah,
2: like I say, that's, like I say, it's a, it's a lot of stuff, uh, obviously with Andy Reid gone, uh, you got right. Chip down there. Right. Uh, I, I'm pretty interested to see what he's going to do, obviously, on the defensive side of the ball. You know, right. On both sides of the ball, it, it's real bad. You got uh, DRC, who I was right. real high over here in, in uh, Arizona. Uh, right. You know, reached out to the young man a couple of times. He fit in well. Then he went back east, and uh, I don't know what happened. Then you got uh, Namdi. What, what is – he should. I don't know what's going on. Like I said, he's a great guy. Oh, he, you
0: know what's going on. You know what's going on. He's just going through the window with a ski mask on. You know what's going on. He, he gotta he, play some football, man. man and that's man. that's the that's the, everybody has to earn a check, man. Once you get in, you you know you start to get complacent. You start getting comfortable. You start not working hard. You lose this thing. You lose the stuff, man. And 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 that's just. So those guys hadn't had a fire lit up under them, man. They started believing the hype. We got the Dream Team, Cullen Jenkins, who come there. You got these other guys come there. You got, uh well, what's my man from the detection, the middle linebacker, what is his name? My man's name D'Amico Ryans. Right, D'Amico Ryans. You got an awesome one, the, the most sought out the, sought out, the deep in the back, DRC. They started believing the hype, man. You, you know, we, we didn't believe the hype, man. We we went out, we worked, man, and you, that's what you gotta do. And that's where professionals earn their strides at. They go out and they work. They don't believe the hype, they don't get too high, and they they don't get too high. I don't I don't think so. They're too low, man. On 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 the hype, man. Oh, you're so great, you gotta make it, you gotta make it, you gotta do you gotta go out every week man and, and, and put forth you gotta put forth the
2: effort, man. And like I said, being, being in Philly, obviously knowing the crowd, knowing, uh, you know, the fan base and knowing what they stand for, um, I, that, that should be fire enough. Cause you know, when we lost a game, you didn't want to go out and get a cheesesteak. You didn't want to go out to do a drive through You didn't want to be seen, uh, because the fans are going to call you out. And it seemed like these guys, they can care less about, you know, the fans. And, or, uh, and that's the whole, that's the whole, that's the whole attitude.
0: I, I got my, I got my this. I got my 24. I got my twenty sixes. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go make it happen, you know. And, and that's the whole. But they they need somebody in there that can crack the whip. And every week, man, and, and go out and earn their check, man. Go out and, and, and give them, give them, give the fans what they what they need, man. A quality effort. Give them effort, effort, effort. And you know, and Mike, that's why that's why we're, we're loved and for it You know, you know, I, I got booed. B&E, you suck. Benny, you bum. Benny, I'd never again. Never again. I got to put the work in.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you like so. I know my rookie year uh, obviously ended up starting uh, with some great guys that we had on. I know we talked on the phone the other day. Just talk about uh, Reggie White and Eric Allen, uh, Randall, and all those guys we had opportunities to play for in my rookie year when we went down uh, to Dallas and we lost. And I felt, uh, you know, I didn't have the best game. And I felt like I, I let the guys down, went home. Uh, I had fans throwing snowballs at my window, throwing them at my door. So I packed up that night, and I was out of town that next morning. Man, and the fans really let me know. And that's when I moved to Arizona. I was like, man, I I can't go through this door. I got to start balling.
0: Right, but but at the same time too, Matt, you realize, man, that 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 you had to put forth effort, and it, it didn't, and it didn't matter about that one particular game, but but we knew what we had in you, Matt, because. We knew you had some dog in you. We knew you had fight in you. We knew you'd get up in there. We knew you would. You, you would. You would step up to the challenge and stuff. And that's what Philly is all about, man. No matter. No matter if we lost, if we got out there and we, and we we put everything on the field, man. They loved us, man. Even to this day, man. If we go back to this day, they still love us because of the effort we gave.
2: Yeah. Always. Oh, you know. If, you know. We'll be back in Philly uh, this year. We'll be coaching. Coaching again, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, being on board, like I said, it's always good to get back. I know, uh, you know, we got some, some some good people back in Philly. Always got to give a shout-out to Bunny, man. Without uh, And obviously, everybody I know that continues to look out for me, uh, you're introducing to me as a young guy and, and the friendships and the relationships still built up. And when I when I go back to Philly, I always got a good meal and I always got a place to stay. Oh, yeah, but, but you
0: know, that's what we did. Look, Mac, that's, that's, that's the... Co- is that we that we established man that's what we established you know uh i think about when i first got there in 87 myself jerome brown chris carter uh ron moton we all we got there but but somebody had to take us under their wing hey i remember andre the the great great andre waters be i'll help be i'll take care of you be you can stay with me and somebody did it for me and everywhere everywhere andre went I went everywhere. Andre went. I went, and so then Andre said, "Hey, B, I'm not going. Okay, I'm, I'm going. I, I, I can take it from here, Andre." And then, then that's what we were supposed to do, and and that's what veteran players do. They, the veteran players, you know, they 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 make 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 they they bring accountability forefront. You know, and that's what it's all about, veteran players. And and that was just truly a blessing for me to be able to go to Philadelphia. Come on, Matt. They were talking about Brian Bosworth. Man, we gotta get this line back. Brian Bosworth, Brian Bosworth. But I remember this guy named Bill Baker. He was a scout. He said, Coach Coach Ryan, you need to take a look at this guy. He's not that big, he's not that fast. Uh he didn't run I ran a four four nine in the forties, well man, if you can believe that. But it was a I Ran a four, four nine, nine at the combine. Four nine? What? That's a two hundred twenty five pounds. What are you gonna do? But little did they know I had hurt, hurt my knee in the Senior Bowl, and see I, I got a chance to go and and it'd be a blessing, and and everything worked out just the way it was supposed to. I didn't
2: know you were in the four or nine man. I, I four nine, see, I right.
0: nine, but see that but see that was with the clock, homing. When I had the running backs, I could run by the a four or five four or five nine. <laughs> I
2: know you. Every time you got an interception on a fumble, you was looking to picture though. You was well, then me,
0: that was that's not what I was supposed to. <laughs> that was just a plus for me to get the interception. I already knew I made my money, man. Getting the interception. Now let us let somebody else get a little money.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what I t- you know, back in, you know, you
1: you drop the ball on
2: the ground, you drop an interception or something. Man, that was a lot of money out of your pocket. There you so, go. There you uh, go. Now, now. Now you know. Now guys are just dropping money. They you know they got money piled all in their pockets. So, uh, like I said, uh, the guys that play the game. I, I talked to Jay earlier on the on the on the line. Uh, go back to the Seattle Seahawks and the way their defense played the game. Right. Uh, there's, right. A, there's a there's a reason why those guys get a lot of penalties. There's a reason why a lot of people are complaining about the way they play. Uh, they play the game how you're supposed to play the game. They play the game hard. They play the game tough. And they and they try to take your hand.
0: Right. And, and and that's and that's what defenses does. And I, and I tell you, I heard you talk a lot about Russell Wilson, but if you got a beast back there like Marshawn Lynch, that's Let's running the it. ball, oh man, that's running that ball, and then when them guys come up eight and seven and eight in the box and they go over the <laughs> top, man, I'm telling you, it, 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 hey, come on, my man, he, he's been coaching, he's been coaching professionals for a long time. Even at FC, he was coaching the professional team. So when he I gets to Seattle, <laughs> it's just only natural sure that
2: he don't be a one Come truck, on, man. And P. Carroll, he, like I said, did a great job at USC. Obviously, all those guys that were getting drafted, those guys were first-round picks. They were Heisman Trophy winners. Uh, so he just moved into a situation, uh, where he's a good fit. They got a great fan base down there in Seattle. Um, and, and like I said, with Russell Wilson coming in, obviously with Lynch in the back, uh, running the rock down people's throats and play great, great defense. Their cornerbacks are very aggressive. Uh, um, and, you, did you see Every week, uh, when they play against different receivers, those guys are crying. But that's the way you're supposed to play the game. And those guys, like, you know, like you read their, in- you listen to their interviews, they care less about getting fined. They're just going right. out there and trying to knock somebody out. Right. And, and not only
0: that, just like you said in Seattle, it, they ain't sleeping in Seattle no more. It, <laughs> it's, it's, it's serious. You know, Supersonics, you know, the Mariners are up and down. You know, Ken Griffin, he checked out a long time ago. But, but, but Seattle, that's, that's like in Philly, that the old, was the only game in town. You know, you got to go see the Eagles. You got to go see the 12th Man. You got to go see you. You got to see the Seahawks. And, they, and they're a good team, man. And they're a good team. And and they get after people, like you said, they get after people. But but that o- that only comes from the coaching and how they coach, man. And, and then not only that, the players being accountable for one another.
2: And like I said, those guys look out for each other. It's you know, it's a team family environment. And uh, you know, and. Now you got turmoil. You talk about turmoil. Now the Cardinals, obviously, you know they they they're in turmoil right now. Uh, they 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 signed a new head coach, Harris uh, from uh, the Colts. Uh, just talked to my man, uh, who was a mentor, a big inspiration to me, Kevin Ross, who will be coaching the defensive backs. Uh right. I know you know Kevin Ross. So he's a great right. guy. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what he can do with Patrick Peterson. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, you go to the offensive side of the ball, and I'll, every time you talk about the Cardinals, I talk about Larry Fitzgerald. Right, right. And special. And, and you can, yeah, yeah. yeah very special. special very special. But, but you special know too, player. Little Mac, but you know, it just takes more
0: than Larry Fitzgerald. If they don't address the offensive line, Little Mac, no matter how many Larry Fitzgeralds they got out of there, six Anquan Bolden, three Todd, Heaps, <laughs> two Tony Gonzalez, they, they're not going to get the, they're not going to be able to complete the ball. They're not going to be able to put the ball down the field. You know, the running back, the running back game is, is suspect. Now they talking
2: about getting the back. Beat, they don't even have a better. running back. Beanie Wells will say he didn't hurt his college. Yeah, but still, they knew that. They knew that. Yeah. And they knew that track record. And so, yeah, totally still, big,
0: you don't have totally to get big, that big. guy in the first round that running back. You don't have to get that. And, and you saw that with the Redskins, with Alfred Morris. We can get right. him in the third round. We can get him in the fourth round. Somebody's hungry. Somebody's gonna be able to run. You know, somebody's gonna help this team out. But, 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 Mac, but it's, it's been the whole thing over and over again. It's not the players. It's who's, who's selecting the players. That's the big issue. That's I the
2: twenty five thousand yeah, dollars question. I definitely appreciate you calling in, man. I got a, I got a couple of people who was calling in. That's my man B and E five six. Your man in the middle, Philadelphia Eagles great. My man, the legend. Everybody's always talking about the guys, but our defense didn't go unless number fifty six made it go. So that's my man B and E. All right, appreciate you, love, Max. Be blessed, man. All right, all right, you too, B. All right, one luck. All right. That's my man B and E. That's my guy. Love that guy, man. Very intimidating. Very large man. Eagles, great. So definitely appreciate B and E calling in. Uh, Like I said, uh, we're talking about the NFL, talking about the way people play the game uh, compared to when we play the game. It's just a different, different ball game. Like I said, I know it's a different era, different time zone. We can compare it's like apples and oranges. It's like everybody's talking about Michael Jordan and Kobe and. LeBron James, um, you know, that's just the way it is. So I got my man Dwayne uh, Bluesting is going to be calling in in a minute. He's going to be helping me out, my charity event. Dwayne, you out there? I'm here, Captain. I'm here. Hey, what's going on? That's my man Dwayne Bluesting. Give everybody a little shout, man. Let them know what you, what your company is about. I know uh definitely a blessing to have you on, on, on my side to uh, help me out with my tournament. Dwayne, are you out there or are you chilling in the pool? You must, must have fell out to the pool, because you got disconnected. I know I'll uh, look. Dwayne, okay. what's up? You got some meatballs in your throat? What's up? You got to say something, brother. Oh, okay. Well, Dwayne hung up, then. That, that's on Dwayne, then. We got to call him out on Twitter. You can also follow me on Twitter if you're out there listening. Uh, Mark McMillan, 29. On Twitter, I've been going hard. I said I'm going a little soft today because I'm in the yogurt spot. But maybe I need to go into uh, Cold Stone or something, get hard a little bit, go to Starbucks. Starbucks is like the club, it's right across the way. So if you're in here, fellas, I'm telling you. I know yesterday was Valentine's Day, but you come to Starbucks Monday through Saturday, you're guaranteed to pick up something. You probably have to buy him some coffee, so, you know, I know you got the $200 Jordans. I'm sure you can at least afford some coffee for a young lady. Matter of fact, I might go buy me a little caramel macchiato on ice. (laughs) And we got another caller out there. John, John, you on?
4: (coughs) Hey, yeah, Mighty Mouse. Can you hear me all right?
2: Yeah, what's going on, my man? Sorry about that. I got your little tweet on there, man. I'm glad we got it fixed.
4: I'm calling all the way from up here in Frigid, Iowa, and I know you're used to the warm weather out in Southern Cal and down in Bama. <laughs> Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll anyway, tie, man. I, I wanted to, I wanted to call in. I wanted to discuss, you know, the mentoring you do with all the young men around the country with your coaching talents. And I mean, you're a legend at corner in my mind, just like primetime was. And just what you're doing with America's youth is, is such a necessity. I, I know this week's headlines were Devastating to the whole crew at Alabama, and I just wanted to know if you have any insider ideas on starting them younger or any
2: any fresh ideas what we need to do. Um, I know, uh, you know, like I said, coaching across the country with uh, Youth One uh, Media, where we start up our camp March second and third here in Mesquite High School. Uh, all our coaches are NFL guys, so I'm excited about that. Uh, we see kids from ages uh, 12 up to 17, and um, you know, we're like that father figure, that mentor. I'm sure every now and then people see me go off on Twitter just talking about the, that same issue. And then you read about it uh, at, at an institution that I, I believe for University of Alabama. Young men, uh, doing something very childish, very stupid. Um, you get, you got everything pretty much laid out on the platform. You get a free education. Whereas, you know, thousands of other kids have to come out of their pockets getting student loans and then you go blow it for some snacks and a laptop. I think that's a a coward way to go. And, uh, you know, I'll pray for the young man, but uh, it's just not a good look. And uh, we need more more men. We need more men, I repeat that, to step up and and be in these men's lives and and mentor these guys and uh, continue, you know, and and give these guys hugs and, you know, uh, shake their hand and and look these guys in the face and, and just be you know, convictional about it and let these kids know that there are people out there that, that can support them. There are men out there that's successful doing good things in the world. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, like I said, we can't change everybody, but if we can reach out to one, maybe he can teach out reach out to his friend that's in a little trouble as well. So I try to keep in contact with all the kids uh, that I talk to. I talk to them on Twitter, Facebook, and through the phone line. So uh, like I said, I never sleep because my phone is always going off and I'm always doing something. But, you know, I was put here for a reason, and and I feel that's that reason to give back to these young men and young women across the country. And you know what? I know that's a testament. That's true because you
4: always answer me on Twitter. I see everybody contacting you all the way up from Ariva Martin down to just plain folk, you know. So we really appreciate you, Mark. You do a great job, and you you got a great NFL career someday. I hope we can meet. Uh, It's been my honor to talk to you today. And give a shout-out
2: hey, to Byron, too. All right, man. I definitely appreciate you calling in. That's my man, Jay. Uh, you know, he follows me on, on uh, My man, John, he follows me on Twitter. He's always coming through. Uh, great guy. I'll make sure I give him a shout-out on Twitter as well. But uh, we got about one minute till we close the show up. I uh, definitely appreciate the callers for calling in. I know Dwayne called back, but he hung up. So I'm probably going to have to see him out later on. But uh, we'll we'll definitely get back with him next week. Uh, I know we have got a busy weekend this weekend. We got President's Day on Monday, so I'm gonna try to get out here and hit this golf clubs. I think the weather's supposed to be like in the 70s, so I'm gonna try to hit out there. Maybe you know go jump jump in somebody's swimming pool as well. Put some steaks on the grill so we can do it real nice. Uh, so hopefully everybody out there have a safe weekend, a blessed weekend. And if you're out there drinking, make sure you call yourself a cab. So. I definitely want to continue to reach out to the people that reach out to me and uh have a good weekend. I know the NBA All-Star game is coming up. Not really excited about that, so maybe I'll be out there at real while the game is going on, or maybe take my son out to the park and beat him up on basketball because you think he's got game. But uh Isaiah. (laughs) what did you say? Isaiah Yeah, yeah, that's my man Isaiah, so he's on his little phone. So, yeah, definitely, definitely appreciate it, man. We're gonna sign up out here, uh, next week, same time, same back channel. I don't know if I'm gonna be at the yoga spot, but I'll be somewhere, so, holla if you find yep. me.
4: Thanks a lot, Mark. I appreciate it.
0: Talk to you All right, later. Alright.
1: We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard
0: hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you for making the on every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. If he's pushing Phoenix, we'll. Bringing the cutting in, oh, oh, the love, showing how it's done, the wrong, was a sports